Hi guys, what's up? Chip here. Welcome to the Chatterbot Newsletter Podcast Radio Series. I'm your host, Chip Smith from Australia. Hope you're going really well wherever you are in the world of yours. Thanks for listening to my voice. As you know, we try to run a podcast and we have have a lot of audiences around the world. So from wherever you are in the world, thank you again for joining with me. Have another show for you today and it's been quite exciting to see what's happening as you know, we run a daily crypto chatterbot crypto newsletter. We we are providing info for anyone who's in blockchain, crypto, Bitcoin, or anything to do with that environment. We have apps and dats that are running in the blockchain, so we do what's called linguistic analysis data and analysis, and we basically sprawl across the internet. We try to find you know data that's being talked about and keywords, and we put that in a way for people to read it's been quite accurate and i've been quite surprised with some of the things and some of the hits we've been having with the chatterbot and i am really chuffed i'm actually quite proud of what has been achieved and i have many clients across the world australia new zealand america thailand europe france italy everywhere so i know you guys are listening to my voice today and i want to say a big thank you and a shout out to tim register because uh, he has been fantastic this week and uh, it's been a really an incredible ride this year and I think you know we are on track for many big things and I've talked a little bit about today on what's happening in Bitcoin because everyone out there is sort of like what is happening is Bitcoin dying and of course now that with China's dialed back their announcements on blockchain and Bitcoin uh, it's caused a little bit of drama in the markets. I know they're cracking down on scams and ICOs, and uh, I hate when people lose money and people are getting their money taken, especially crypto coins. And it's obviously had quite a dramatic effect and a negative impact on the price of Bitcoin. So we will be watching that, and I've been watching it closely. I thought Bitcoin would be, uh, from the negative news, would probably have a bit more of a, a negative you know, impact on what's happening to the price. So you have to remember, we're still in the earliest of days when it comes to blockchain and Bitcoin. And, uh, you know, just personally, I would expect more large swings to occupy this space in all things, especially Bitcoin. It's a growing asset class, isn't it? So while the price is down, you have to remember that over time, you know, over a series of years, a lot of these institutional big players are coming in. And I think with that, I've, I've been always been sort of watching that space because that is like a gauge. We could call it a gauge on, you know, who is being interested in Bitcoin. Is it the mums and dads? Is it the companies? Is it the banks? I do realize I do, I have actually been talking with two banking CEOs and they do, while they're skeptical, they do know that something is coming. And of course, our chatterbot is hinting that because I do think crypto in the space of the next five years is going to become a lot more important. And crypto is still that network value asset, which means in technical layman's terms, the more people that hold it, the greater value it attains. So there's only a limited number amount of Bitcoin that's going to be mined ever. So when you throw that into the mix, guys, it really is, uh, you know, people think the price matters. No, that's not the be all and end all. When it's, when it's, we're talking about the limited amount of Bitcoin, that's going to be crucial in the future because 
what people don't understand is normally if you double the user rate, you quadruple the value. Now, I'll talk a little bit about that because I think that's important. And I, I don't mean that the price, the value of the price, I mean the perceived value in the long run, which then affects the price. So it's taking us a long time to get over that 2017 huge bull run. And I know that due to my calculations, there's probably only about 600,000 people who are widely own and use Bitcoin in 2019. You're probably thinking that's not a heck of a lot, but to me in 2019, um, you know, we are early days and I expect the number of people of that to increase. And if we have say a bad economic event or just the fact that with more time and exposure, more people will create you know, they're probably on Coinbase creating new wallets every day. They're learning how to use Bitcoin. They're learning about blockchain technology and why it's so good. Um, and that's that, that rapid day-to-day, -day, just the viral growth of Bitcoin. Because you listen to my voice and I really think that, you know, 90% of people don't know what Bitcoin is, don't know what it does. And you're probably one of those first people that are, are getting on board. And it feels like, oh, God, you know, we're one of the old people. <laughs> and everything's going so slow, but that really is not the truth, guys, because blockchain has just been such a slow growing asset space that, you know, when you're too deeply involved with what's going on, sometimes you feel like you are behind the curve or you don't know what's going on. But realistically, you have to remember that this is a very complicated technology and it's kind of like going back to 1990 and saying mm, i've heard about this internet thing i'm not sure it's going to be that big and i, I know that wasn't even a, a famous professor that said no the internet's a scam and it's not going to work out so how do you think he feels right now in 2019 because the internet probably was just the lead-in to what blockchain technology is going to be do and the capabilities of blockchain technology in the future so it's quite exciting guys and if you're listening to this uh, you know that, you know, if you've been around stocks or equities, it's kind of like the old school of things, but there's, you know, obviously stocks aren't going to go away. But if you look like look at companies like Google, which is 75% you know, of the return on equities and stocks, it's to do with the advancement of other tech stocks alongside it. Sort of think of the horse race where, you you know, you're not just in a horse race and gambling on one horse. There's, you know, maybe 20 other horses you're trying to beat. So... It's also the, the growth and the rapid advancement of, you know, with stories like Google, um, like I said, and the, it's also the rapid advancement of the internet that went alongside it. So within that time frame as well. So companies like Google have done well and Amazon and the massive, the massive growth of Google had to do with the log growth of the internet alongside it. And I believe crypto is going to be one of those same stories. So you'll have Bitcoin, but then you'll also have the log growth story over a period of a space of the next 12 months to, you know, to 10 years, the next decade of what blockchain is going to do and the improvements and the advancements and, and everything in between. And I've noticed that when we're using our bots and our chatterbots and our linguistic data that we're doing, I mean, I've noticed over 12 months that our accuracy has got even better because the technology alone has got better and it's helping us do our business and helping us provide information that some of the customers that we have and our clients can use to make money. So there is that side of it too. And I know that when we're talking like in the short term things, the chart i'm just looking at the chart here we have a 200 day moving average and it's quite interesting to see that bitcoin hasn't gone below that 
I find that that's quite intriguing to me, and that's probably a positive thing, even though Bitcoin is down right now, the price is down quite dramatically from the top, but to be expected, guys, because this is a new asset class, and there's been many big stories this year. We've had Facebook, LibreCoin, and there's a lot of, uh, at the moment, if you've seen, there's a lot of regulatory overhang with what's happening, and just so you know, this year, guys, there's been about... Bitcoin alone is doing about $1 billion to $3 billion a day in transactions. So when, we, when we're in 2019, we have to sort of, instead of fast-forwarding, let's look back five years ago, Bitcoin was seen as a scam, a Ponzi scheme, you know, it was crap. It was considered a joke to many people. So when we fast-forward to from there to 2019, we are almost, believe it or not, near 2020, and a lot of people are now seeing Bitcoin as, wow, this is something that we need to t sit up and take a look at. And even LibraCoin is jumping on the bandwagon. They want to create their own LibraCoin, which will be pegged to more like a tether coin and a stable coin. I really don't think the future with what's happening with the fake news media and Facebook, I think Facebook is probably going to be in a lot of trouble down the track. And I'm not saying that, you know, exponentially, I'm basically saying that because that's what our data and, and our chatterbots have been hitting at. And, you know, there's always concern over regulatory things as well. I think that's a niggling pain and headache for Bitcoin right now is that regulatory overhang. And it's making a lot of, it's making it difficult for people to acquire Bitcoin if they know that there's going to be this government regulation down the track. I think Satoshi Nakamoto, basically, when he created Bitcoin, he didn't want government intervention and sort of feels to me like the government know that they can't put their whole arm in, but they want to have their fingers on the string a little, if you know what I mean. And so in a nonsensical sort of way, I think that is a good thing because it's spreading the message out about Bitcoin and blockchain. But in another way, do you really want that really bad regulatory and do we want that government control over Bitcoin? The answer would be no. And as as I speak today, like there's, you have to remember there's over 40,000 nodes around the world supporting Bitcoin. So that's, I remember when I first started, there was probably 200. So it was quite slow and it was kind of like the old days. And you, you might probably Google some of the stories of Mt. Gox and that. So it doesn't, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of regulatory unclarity. And I think that the, the overhang needs to be cleared up to, for people to become a lot more constructive and to people, for people to be more positive. And I'm not talking about the trading style of Bitcoin. I'm sort of talking about when we're taking a longer term of what's happening in Bitcoin and the possibilities of what could happen in the future. And so many people are trying to capitalize on what's happening right now, but I think it's it's probably a very astute thing to take a step back right now in 2019. And, you know, I think it's a bolder bet or a riskier bet to say that Bitcoin will be less successful in the next five years than the past five years. And I mean, I don't mean that in terms of the Bitcoin trends and the prices. I mean, in terms of the value of transactions, the, the number of transactions that are processed daily. And I've discussed this many times with our students and... It's quite interesting because when we did a survey in the fall of 2017, in the middle of the raging, the raging bull market, you know, that until now, or so let's say spring 2019, um, there is like more than 2,000 adults 
who use it to gauge the general population's awareness and conviction and you know propensity to purchase what they see and of bitcoin and you know what's happening from now into the next sort of 18 19 20 months so of course we've had a significant market decline from the start of this year um, sorry sorry we had a significant market decline from the top of the market this year but we have if you don't realize bitcoin has actually been one of the best performing assets in any asset class this year so it is a good sign for things and i think there's nothing to really panic about and you know people run around and use the word hate to describe bitcoin or ponzi scheme or scam but you have to remember that when content when bitcoin continues to move higher because i think that could be a possibility you know when we're looking forward and i don't look i don't have a time horizon for that and we don't just make those day-to-day -day investments i'm sort of more of a hodler and so when we're thinking more of like a weekly or monthly or yearly basis i th i certainly think that within the next sort of three years I i'm very positive and more constructive on the price of bitcoin and so what's coming up in the next few months is you know we have also the halving coming up for bitcoin next year and that's going to be a new rate of insurance when it falls in half every four years so may 2020 that will be very interesting to see what happens and you know the new issuance falls and what happens and there's probably going to be a bit less selling pressure around those times especially for what's happening with the miners and the and you know the people mining bitcoin right now so it's all very interesting and my message today is bitcoin is just it's slowly growing it's not a marathon you know it really is uh, it, it really is a bit slower than a marathon guys it's not a sprint and people who are getting into bitcoin now because they've seen the run up and they think oh my god you know this has just kept going up and they're thinking you know again people got in at the top of the market they were thinking oh this is just going to skyrocket again so now we are sort of you know 50 percent drop from where we were at this at the beginning of the year so there's a lot of things to get through guys and my message like i said is just it's it's slowly slowly catch the monkey and i don't think anyone who puts money in the crypto market today is going to make a million dollars by you know january 2020 it's a day by day approach it's a week by week approach and it's a month by month approach i've never been one out there preaching that you know oh you're going to make you know the next five in the next two years you're going to be a millionaire i think for me personally i've done well because i've had that sort of ability to sit back and just watch and just have you know don't have these outrageous sort of predictive <clears throat> um you know you don't i'm not i'm not ridiculous in what i'm telling people and i don't have any outrageous predictions and i think that served me well i'm sort of i feel like i'm the messenger with just you know a bit of like general how, how would you say um someone that has a bit of common sense when it comes to putting things out there and i always try to make sure that's backed up with that chatterbot data and the stuff we and the data that we gather in the blockchain each each month so that's about it for me today guys i hope there's a little bit of general knowledge that's been added into your noggin upstairs and nothing hurts everything is good and we are you know what we're watching things and we're quite constructive on what's happening in bitcoin and to be to be honest guys i thought the price of bitcoin would have dropped much more dramatically so 
with that in tow, I will leave you there and we'll keep watching the price of Bitcoin. We'll keep watching what's happening in the blockchain world. But until then, guys, thanks again for listening. Have a great day. Remember to like, share and subscribe to our podcast. In the meantime, you can check out our Chatterbot newsletter. Please feel free to join that. We have a special deal on today for people who are willing to join. In the meantime, have a great day. Have a great night wherever you are in the world. And I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.